Welcome back to Ghostly Talk. This is Scott L. This is Amber. Okay. Well, the governor shut down the state again. No, it's not shut down. It's not shut down. Well, it's not shut down, but it's been limited again. It's just no high school, no Zumba classes. If you're big into Zumba, you can't do any Zumba. Bars and restaurants for service are shut down. That's the big one that's going to hurt because restaurants are now taking a second punch to the gut and... It, I hope that they get some massive tax break when all this is done. You know, like yeah. there's there's got to be something to kind of help. And, and I know I've I've seen a couple restaurants come and go already. Like ones that opened right when this hit. Yeah, that's the worst thing that could have happened. Now to they're done. They like, can't even pay any yeah, bills. Yeah, one on the street I go to work on every day. They're gone. Yeah. Like I saw it, it was done. They took down their signs. And the, the good thing so, though, the good thing though is. Um, but we got to do something because this is getting old. And that's why it's happening again because people are like, this is getting old. We just want to go back th- to life. I just want to go eat somewhere and have a drink yeah, and have a margarita with my girls. This is whatever. And not as many people are dying. And so who cares? Yeah. And it's like, oh, God, other countries have this under control. Like this is getting No, they stupid. don't. It's, it's still an issue all over the place. It is an issue all over the place. But I think other countries, like I weirdly, the Asian ones have – better control well, over they've been it. they've been wearing masks for years and i know yeah, so that i mean it's not a political thing it's common sense thing but whatever we're not a political show so yeah yeah so the one good thing uh from the last time we 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 broadcast here recorded something is that dinosaurs did not show up oh, on didn't. our street so um yeah that was that was a pretty cool thing i mean that I was, was good th- something else did happen though and why what happened? I, I'm, you know, I, I, well, I know the condo blew up. That was a while ago, though. That was before dinosaurs. When we talked that about that, happen. we talked about that. that. That was October 24th. I don't think anything odd has happened since the last show. Uh, no. Yeah, it's just been pretty much. Uh, I had another COVID test last weekend. Yeah, you've had like four. It's my fourth one. <laughs> it's always because you, you like worked out too hard, and your body like was like no. <laughs> and just we're gonna shut this down right now. Well, that's what we're gonna make him sick because he's got to go jump around like a maniac for a long time. We're gonna shut that down. Well, and well, <laughs> it's funny you say that because yeah, we did. Uh, that was was Veterans Day last Wednesday, and we did this workout called Chad. And I, I think I told you what Chad was. Um, Is it a robot? Yeah, it's a robot. It sounds I, like an acronym for something. Chad. It's a person's name. Chad. Oh. <laughs> That simple. And actually, what they call it, they call it a they call it a, a remembrance wad. It was for an actual uh, Navy SEAL named Chad Wilkinson okay. Who, okay. who committed suicide. Unfortunately, he Jesus, had PTSD. Horrible. Was well, he, he part P- of your gym? No, no. He oh. just there's just something that that nationwide the CrossFit community does. Oh. So, um, uh, it was it's a simple workout. It's only a thousand step ups on a twenty inch <laughs> by, uh, box only, only. with for the real men is a forty five pound weight vest, a, a ruck vest you'd call yeah. it. Um, I did 25 pounds cause I'm not a real man. Um, and I did that last Wednesday and, um, yeah. And your body went, no, wow. no, how can I get this man to lay in bed for three days? Oh, okay. We're going to make him like, sick. but it wasn't from the workout. I was very sore, but I, I, I learned to, I liked being the soreness. It feels good. You know, um, but then I got sick. Cause and you're the one that says this, Amber. You're the one that says, um, you know, when you work out like that, your immune system gets weak. Yeah, when you overdo it. Yeah. So I think that's what I'm. What I'm. I've done a few times here this year has been I've worked out so damn hard 
that I weakened my immune system and some creepy little virus you know, just jumped in there and knocked I me on my gotten, ass for three I days. I haven't gotten sick at all during COVID because I sit on the couch. So, you know, maybe that's what you need to do more of. <laughs> sit on the couch with me and read books. <laughs> No, well, you know, you make an interesting. You actually make a very interesting <laughs> argument there. Uh, but uh, that that did knock me right out for a couple of days. I and eat snacks. Oh, oh man. <laughs> books and snacks. Keep talking. <laughs> the book thing. I mean, I like books, but books and snacks. You can't you read. I can read. <laughs> Maybe I can't read. I mean, you can't focus on a book. I, like, like you can read. Like you were taught to read. <laughs> I read every day. <laughs> But you don't, you don't, you've said that. You don't read novels. I, I have a hard time. You can See, listen. This is, what this is what they do to me. They see? Me on. Yeah. yeah. Uh, you listen. Uh, I just bit my tongue too. Oh my God, uh, just stop. I'm falling apart here. Stop. So I was knocked out for a few days though. Um, I'm still, I'm still recovering right now as we speak. Uh, but I did. I went on Saturday and had another COVID test done, which came up negative, of course. So yeah, this is my number four this year I've had. Because, and I've said this before, this is the problem with this thing now. Anytime you stub well, your toe, yeah. you think you got COVID. And I, and I mean, I'm sorry. I am being the responsible one here because I do go to a gym. I do live with you, right? Yeah, I don't and I do go sick. around I'll other people. You. And that's why I'm like, okay, well, I'm going to find out because I don't want to infect anybody. So <laughs> If I'm, I can't comfortably sit on the couch and eat snacks, we're going to have a problem. <laughs> yeah. See, this is, yeah, I cannot let this happen, people. So... <laughs> she's walking out man she's just had enough Done. she's like i've had enough of all you you all can kiss my ass i'm out so yeah that's kind of what we've had here just another another bout of sickness but we're chugging along here and man i'm glad we got this this happened tonight i'm i'm glad we got to talk to this guy tonight because it's somebody we don't talk to nearly enough um he's always been a friend of the show uh, and this is something that just had to happen. Steve Janier um, is a gentleman uh, who we had on tonight um, and just had a wonderful time talking to him. He's one of the hosts of Nocturnal Frequency Radio. It's been broadcasting since 2008. Uh, fantastic show. Uh, if you guys have not listened to Nocturnal Frequency Radio, get on over there right away and check those guys out. Steve also is one of the producers of Nocturnal Night Shots. Uh, which is a fantastic web series. It's on YouTube. We talked about that a bit. Uh, and Steve's also, the, the, he formed the Southern Ontario Paranormal Society. He did that in 2005. So he's been around for a while, right? Uh, and we kind of just went all over the board here because Steve and I are old friends. And we had a lot of fun talking about a lot of weird stuff. Enjoy our conversation with Steve Jenner. It's always fun to do this show nowadays, especially uh, because we get to like, have a lot of our old friends on, which we do from time to time here. And this is one of those nights. 
uh, and we decide, uh, Steve Janier and I go back many, many years. Uh, mm-hmm. You go back with Doug also, Steve. Um, so we, I think, yeah, I was just on, on your show, Nocturnal Frequency Radio, a few weeks ago, which was a complete hoot. Had a ride on that. Two hours mm-hmm. we did on that thing, and it, felt, it didn't yeah. feel like that at all. It was a lot of fun. I really, and thanks for having me over there, by the way. I really appreciate that. Always great to have you, man. Always great. And I wanted to reciprocate by crossing this over uh, and having you come over here into our house because uh, you've always been welcome in our house for many years. So, again, thank you for spending some time with us here tonight, Steve. Thank you for having me. And I'm excited, man. Ghostly talk. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's fun doing this thing again. I mean, we, we've yeah. talked we talk a lot um, off the air, of course, like a lot of us friends do. Uh, and you know, it's fun doing this thing again. It's, it's, I'm really, I'm really enjoying doing this thing again in the capacity we do it, which is even more laid back than it was in the old days. <laughs> I don't know if you can get much more <laughs> yeah. laid back, uh, but it's fun cause we just, we just do what we want and we get to talk like to people like yourself. And now you've been doing nocturnal frequency radio since 2018 or is it 2008? My, my numbers are 2008. Okay. Yeah, I'm sorry. 2008. My, I was seeing it in my brain. And it just, it just sometimes that happens, especially after a day like today. And I'm high, I'm high on ibuprofen right now too. By the way, I snorted, I, I snorted a bunch off the desk here before the show. <laughs> Get better, man. Get better. I, I'm, I'm working on it, man. 2008 yeah. is uh, yeah. you guys been doing that show for a long time. Mm-hmm. Um, and, you know, and I guess the question is, you know, what I like as far as when we talk about podcasts and when po- when I talk with other podcasters and things like that. I mean, I know Ghostly Talk has got to see this kind of. Well, we got we to see this especially, but I'm wondering what you guys have seen since 2008, like what changes you've seen as far as, and I'll, let's even narrow it down a little bit here, like paranormal podcasts, right? Like mm-hmm. what do you think has maybe changed as far as the landscape of that since 2008? There's been an explosion. Yeah. It's been, there's just so much. It's, and um, the one thing I found, you know, in the beginning it was uh, like, you know, listening to you guys and, uh, before uh, I got Nocturnal Frequency Radio off the ground, I was helping um, another mutual friend of ours, Laura Moon. Oh, oh yeah. yeah. Yeah, I was that helping her with piece. her show yeah. Uh, yeah. with guests and, and a little bit of production with her show for about a year uh, somewhat. And it, it kind of gave me the itch. Oh, okay, I want to you know, do my own show. This is pretty cool. Yeah, yeah. But um, it, it just seemed more genuine back there, more um, – I, I I hate to take your uh, words there, uh, Scott, but more grassroots. Yeah, you know, it it the guests um, now now a lot of the the guests have been they've done the circuit, uh, you know, and it it's really really tough to um, find something I think new. Yeah, well, you know, it's 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 really tough to sort of dive into something that. Oh, well, that's been talked about before. Yeah. Well, you got to dig deep for that nowadays. Yeah, oh, you do. When it, when it comes to, let's call it the fringe or, par- I mean, paranormal podcasts, whatever they are. I mean, yeah, I mean, and I've said this before, and I and I, don't, I don't ever want anybody to feel offended by this, which I'm sure they do. I can't help I can't <laughs> help that. But yeah, we could easily, we could easily do ghostly talk, right? And we could have mm-hmm. a different ghost hunting group on every week. And talk about the same thing every week, right? Which yeah. I mean, I would be that that would be fun to a certain degree, and it was fun for a very long time. But I know even in the old days with us, um, we got tired of that. We we're like, well, mm-hmm. there's other stuff out there. And I mean, again, I like ghost stories. I like hearing about people doing research and stuff like that. I'm sure you do too. Uh, yeah. But 
I mean, after a while, you got you know you got to change it up, or you're going to burn out. So yeah, um, I know nowadays, especially, and I and I've said this about the old days too with ghostly talk. We um we were we really went out and about to try to talk about things that are very strange, but I think weren't really on the beaten path of what people were expecting to hear out of a paranormal talk radio show. Right. Uh, yeah. That was the idea. You know, I mean, like I said, I've always said like, well, Christ, we were even talking about the Kennedy assassination one week. I mean, we were really, we were trying to talk to all ty- about to all types of things that people wonder about things that are, that are, that are, that are, that are uh, a mystery, so to say. Right. Go, well, go yeah. Like in the beginning with you guys, obviously it was, um, you know, the, the whole look at let's go on a ghost hunt or something like that and, and, and talk about it. Yeah, totally. You know, and, and that that was really genuine and, and and grassroots and and it was really interesting because I mean here here are some people that have the same interest as me, and they're going out there, they're going all out and they're you know having fun, not yeah. only with 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 the investigation or whatever the hunting or however you want to look at it, yeah. but talking about it, just a couple friends, bang, um, now it just everyone I think is just trying to be so too professional. Yeah, well. You know, and that's, I mean, I understand. And I think that's a, that's a. Having a podcast is the new ghost group. I guess it is. I guess it is. I don't feel like people are forming teams anymore and getting met. You know, well, it's, it's, just doing, it's just doing t-shirt. media. It's just doing media. Yeah. Like, yeah. You know, but now they form yeah. a podcast. And, well, a podcast and, or, or, uh, I mean, a, a YouTube channel and, or something yeah, like that. Right? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, and I mean, I'm not shitting on that no. stuff at all. I'm not, I'm really not. I mean, get out there and do something. I'm, I'd rather yeah. see people being productive and doing things. However, it always goes back to the same thing, though, I think. And I, I, I'm gonna, I know I'm going to be echoed on this is what are your reasons for getting into it? What, you know, what is, what is your motivation here, right? Um, exactly. You know, is the motivation because you really want to explore strange topics? You want to discuss them? Like, let's just say I, I'm working on something right now on the sideline, for example, that I'm, fine, I'm learning things about myself as a result of that. And I'm learning that I am a better... Let's just put it this way. I'm probably a better person that pushes buttons and talks in mics than he does writing stuff down. Let's just put it that way, right? Yeah. That, that, we'll just we'll, we'll leave it vague like that. Uh, but yeah. I mean, I'm learning stuff about myself. But I but but the thing is, is this what I'm talking about? And I'm being really vague. Ooh, mysteries. Ooh. Ooh. Um, we need a sound effect. You know, we need to have some something really dramatic in the background. Yeah. But what I'm saying is that my the reason. I'm saying that, and then the the reason it has my in my mind it has to be done, so I have to do it any way I can, mm-hmm. and the best way I can, or I know how to. Right, that's yeah. my motivation for that, and we'll talk about that more later on. <laughs> but, <laughs> yeah. but like, um, well, I, but no, I, that's we, the motivation. What is the motivation? I guess. Go ahead. I'm sorry, Steve. Yeah, yeah no, I, I I totally agree. I mean, you know, for me in the beginning it was pure passion. I mean, it was something that I wanted to explore more. Yeah. And again, in the beginning, it was just the, the whole ghost thing and whatever. But then, yeah, you want you need something new. You need something fresh. You need some um, some stories and uh, and experiences that that oh, I've never heard of that before. Yeah, that's yeah, totally. intriguing. Or wow, ideas is to me yeah. is the big thing. Is just ideas, hearing different ideas. You know, and that's why I know, especially nowadays, like I said, I know Amber and I are always trying to chase down different ideas that people have or you know i mean we, we we do a lot of art on this show 
I know that's yeah. one of the things we said when we decided to start doing this thing again, and I've been saying this for years now, is we wanted to really talk about a lot more art because we all love art. We love music. We love paintings. We love writing. Uh, we, we love movies. So a lot of that stuff does tie right into a lot of that stuff is inspired by mm-hmm. weird stuff, right? You know, divine inspiration yeah. and things like that. So why not talk about those things? Because those are just the, the idea of inspiration, for example, to me is just as mysterious as any haunted house I've heard about. Right. Is, you know, what mm-hmm. I see when I look at a beautiful piece of art, whatever in whatever capacity it may be, that makes me wonder just as much like, well, man, so that so some dude was sitting in his in his, you know, his, in his art studio or his bedroom or you know, his parents basement, wherever it was. And this came out of his brain, his or her brain. Right. And this is mm-hmm. oh, how the hell, man, what's going on? <laughs> you know, what's going on? Where's that coming from? And, and so and that's the kind of stuff that makes me wonder. Right. And those are ideas that really excite me. Not that haunted houses and stuff like that don't excite me either. But it's these really wondrous ideas like that, like how, you know, life and how things are, how we're experiencing things, how we output things like that through our experiences. Those are the things that really just tickle my fancy these days, I guess. That's a really bad way. You know, that's a really bad thing to say. You know, I, whatever. Yeah, go ahead. I had this case that came across my desk and it just totally blew my mind. Yeah. And, and, and basically a guy who lived in the middle of nowhere, uh, he bought a repossessed home, uh, repossessed from some, I guess, drug lord, whatever. I don't know. But anyways, he got it real cheap in the middle of nowhere. Okay. And uh, he, he contacted me. He had some stuff that he had collected on his trail cam. He had a few deer cams in his backyard. He had this huge field in the back. Yeah, yeah. And he goes, what the hell is this? And he sent me four photos, stills from the, the one um, camera. Okay. The, the, the first camera, uh, the first shot. Beautiful sunny day. You see this field like a the uh, the cornfield had been cut, and then you see a forest in the background, and you just see the birds, you know, on, on in the field. I guess picking worms or whatever they're doing, minding their own business. The second shot, and this is all this this the four shots are in, in a session of four seconds. Okay. And there's this this huge. Uh, sorry, uh, like I think there was like a one degree difference in in uh, temperature between the four. Okay. And this is November, and like Michigan, it gets really cold. Okay. Right. Yeah. <laughs> but anyways, the second photo, there's this huge, I don't know, disturbance in the top of the frame. Okay, what's that? Yeah. The third photo, in the very. F- at the edge of the forest, or the edge of the field, right in front of the forest, what looked like this bubble, and inside was a human <laughs> hovering above the field. And I'm like, I'm 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 analyzing this photo any which way I can because I got I got a background in photography. Yeah, and I'm like, I can't figure this out. I uh, to the life of me, I can't figure this out. The last photo, back to normal. See what freaks As me it out, was in the first. What freaks me out the most and, about that is the speed. I didn't mean to cut you off. I'm sorry, Steve, but it's the speed of what you said. Those four photos were shot within four seconds. You said four seconds, Ooh. and you know this guy had no clue. He didn't know. Like he was more frightened than anything. I had to check the meta data to make sure nothing was edited or yeah. 
warped or anything like that. Everything was fine. It was just incredible. I guess the question I have, Steve, is, I mean, let's let's discuss this for a minute because what you describe really does. That's the stuff that's, you know, we're I guess with things like trail cams now, Mm -hmm. with equipment that can shoot multiple, you know, multiple photos, can collect Mm -hmm. other data, obviously, too, like temperature, but can shoot multiple Mm -hmm. photos without us having to be there. Right. We, I mean, yep. for, for paranormal investigators and stuff like that, I mean, a lot of this stuff, a lot of these people are being put out of the, out of a job because all you have to really do now, yeah, is just, <laughs> yeah. just get a trail cam now and set it up. And it seems like, you know, that thing can just do the work for you, which has been fantastic in my opinion. Mm-hmm. But yep. we're hearing more and more about with all the surveillance we have nowadays, not just trail cams, mm-hmm. but all kinds of stuff. We're seeing all kinds of weird stuff now. And this is one of those situations, one of those examples. So you have four pictures and a ha- and half the pictures, if not, I think three of the pictures, we see something very, very, very strange in those pictures. And again, what I want to point out to that is you said four pictures, four seconds, right? That thing had to be moving so fast. Within four seconds, yeah. Yeah, that thing had to be moving, whatever it was, had to be exactly. moving so fast, right? Um, th- th- and that's what really trips me out. That- that's the thing that just kind of gives me the, mm, makes the hair yeah. under my neck stand up, I think, is that. Um, well, I, I think the, f- the first photo, sorry to cut you off. There, no, you're stuff. fine, man, you're all right. The first photo, or like the, sorry, the second photo where you had that strange anomaly was at the very top of the frame, as if it was right above the camera's lens. Yeah. And all of a sudden, bang, you know, the second, the, the third photo, it's right at the edge of the forest. And we're looking, we're probably saying, oh, God, at least 100 yards. Moving that quick. That quick. That's tripping me out, man. What do you think it was? I mean, I'll just throw it out there. I what do you think no, it was? I have no, <laughs> I've had so many people look at the photo, <laughs> tell me, look at, like, people who are in the know with this kind of stuff stuff who've been doing this stuff for years through their experience and everything else they're all scratching their heads they they can't figure it out you know yeah it's, I, it's an anomaly i've never experienced well and, and you just said the word it's anomalous it's you know and that's i mean yes in ghost hunting the same i i, I think that's <laughs> hate to go into the weeds really far here with this with terminology but <laughs> but it makes me think about that it is especially in you know in, in spirit photography or ghost or ghost observing let's say um mm-hmm. there's been a handful of things and i call them anomalous right i yeah. don't i'm not going to call anything a ghost honestly i don't think i've ever called anything a ghost uh in any of the stuff that i've done over the years like well we've definitely got a ghost there on film uh let's it's miller time let's go we're done right <laughs> yeah. uh, we don't need to go anywhere else uh, it's anomalous, and obviously, what you were just describing is very anomalous. Um, mm, what, yeah. what the, and we're seeing more and more yeah. of that stuff now. Again, with all the surveillance, um, we're seeing all kinds of weird stuff. Not, and I, you know, and I think, go ahead. No, no, go ahead. Oh, I thought you were going to say something. Um, so, no, no. <laughs> I think nowadays, with all the surveillance we're getting, as I said, I think it's making people act weird too. We're seeing a lot of people do weird things on camera, you know, like, you know, clowns have never really bothered me. For example, I never had a problem with clowns going up. I know there's this weird thing now with people that with clowns, I know we all saw it. So now we have to be afraid of clowns now, I guess. Uh, I've seen a handful of pictures where 
like Google Earth and stuff like that. They, you know, there's, there's been, you'll find these funny articles here and there where funny things caught by Google Earth, I guess, or, you know, the people that are out there mapping stuff for Google, they'll, you know, obviously these cars have these cameras that just shoot pictures over and over and over again, and they'll get strange stuff. And I've seen a lot of these where you have just people dressed in funny costumes or they're dressed like clowns. And I don't know why that creeps me out. <laughs> like yeah. that kind of yeah. weirds me out because it's like, well, were you waiting for these guys to come by? Like, what's going on here? And these are just people. It's nothing, you know, really anomalous, let's say, but it's strangeness with all the surveillance we're seeing. But along with that, as we've already said, um, with all the surveillance, you're, you you catch things though too. There's a lot of stuff that's being caught now. Where we are seeing weird phantom like things walking up and down stairs or stuff going in and out of doors or weird things like you were talking about too. So I think this is only going to intensify more and more, I think, as we go, because more and more people want to buy equipment like this. More and Mm -hmm. more people are getting, especially nowadays, I think people are getting a bit more paranoid. So a lot more people are buying a lot more surveillance equipment for their property, right? So (laughs) Yeah, exactly. So we're going to be seeing a lot more, I think, of this where normally, you know, before, I mean, look, like you put a, you put a camera on a, on a, on a, your backyard, right? Mm-hmm. So you sit in, I mean, I know here uh, we li- we live in a house and I don't sit looking out my back window all night long waiting for something to happen. I have way more important things to do, right? <laughs> yeah. Um, but I'm sure some weird stuff has happened back there while we were peacefully sleeping in this house i'm sure stuff that we don't want to know about's happened back there while we were sleeping in our house um and you know what i don't have a camera back there yet but those are the things that you may pick up if you have a camera like that and sounds like that is something that your friend picked up also uh very 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 strange and you know you're no stranger to this stuff also steve because um i mean you've been you've been doing this stuff going out in the field now since 1996 am i correct yes yeah right after uh excuse me film school man well so i i hate i know this is such an easy question to ask (laughs) but i got my story you you know it and i'm curious to know about yours though like i mean there had to have been a spark that made you want to move forward with doing stuff like this do you know what that spark do you remember what that spark was well, I mean, like a lot of people, you know, having a couple of weird experiences happen to you when you're a kid, obviously, and I know a lot of people are like that. It's so cliche. But um, I think it really sparked, um, you know, I went to film school and I started working in film for a while. And it wasn't until, even though back then I, I was doing a lot of research on you know, equipment and stuff like that I could use to employ in in uh, looking into weird phenomenon, you know, paranormal and stuff like that. Yeah. But it wasn't until, uh, I guess, 2003 that it really, really became very, very serious because uh, – or sorry, 2001 when my uh, good friend passed away. And just something about that really made me think, I really want to know more about this. I, I really want to know – if if what people are saying experiences and stuff like that you know is this is this true like i mean what's the validity of a lot of this so uh, you know i really started to investigate it was all research in the beginning but then i started to investigate and then again you know in 2005 i formed 
uh, Southern Ontario Paranormal Society, which yes. basically was was the was a hub just to network with like minded people, and, and you know sort of share answers and or not answers but findings and whatever else and yeah it just blew up it, it just it, it it's always been there it's just a matter of i guess bang the, the, like you said the spark yeah well i think that's for for all of us we all have that interest in us i know and it goes back i know for me it goes back many many years um mm-hmm. but it, i think later in life is there was that spark i say that said oh there's something to do <laughs> there's yeah, something interesting exactly. to do uh and you said you started up southern ontario paranormal research paranormal society sops uh yep. in 2005 yep. um mm-hmm. and you know you say the objective of the research is to investigate several locations over an extended period of time um yeah yeah well go, i mean let's talk about that for a minute um because that that's a lot to talk about <laughs> Yeah, well, I mean, you know, most most people <clears throat> who go out and investigate, it's just you know, one visit and bang, you know, that's it. I'm I'm done. I've I've whatever. And yeah, and, and a lot of people don't understand when you're when you're looking into uh you know a location that's apparently you know it's got its stories, its myths, its legends, and stuff like that, or you know, people have contacted you and said, look, it, I've got some stuff going on. May it be a business or whatever. Um my my view of this was always look at you can't really tell the whole story with one visitation you can't no you really you you really need to you know visit a location several times um, months weeks months years whatever and most of the research that we what we've done it's been over a course of many years and um you know, there's there's been several locations that we've, you know, we visit, you know, twice, maybe once, twice, three times a year. And and it, it's really amazing to see and to experience the, the, the sort of the pieces of the puzzle slowly collecting and slowly becoming, look at, yeah. this this seems like it's a part of the history or, or something related to that location. You know, it's really rewarding, I think. Well, and that's what I... I've said this, I'm sure you've heard, we've discussed this probably, Steve, mm-hmm. is I've always, I've always been jealous of people like yourself where you can even over many, you know, several locations, even at that, like where you can actually keep going back to a place. Cause that was a lot of my experience with, with the stuff going out in the field was the Warner and Dunner. Basically you go there and check the place mm-hmm. out uh, and vet, you know, get some, get your photos, get, get whatever evidence you can get. And, you move on to something else, right? Yeah. Uh, whereas some people, other people, they were doing the same thing you guys are doing. I think a lot of groups are doing that, which I think it's fantastic. Mm. It's what I think should be done is to actually have a lab, so to say. I, yeah, I, more I, or less. Not, yeah. And I hate that. I'm not trying to marginalize any of these places. You, but that, to me, that really is where it is. It's a, it's a lab. Um, yeah. You're trying to repeat, trying to find some type of uh, patterns here. You're trying to find something that's repeating and try to understand what's going on here. And you can't mm-hmm. get that by going to, play, to a place one time for a few hours or for a whole night. You, you won't get that, I don't think. So, Well, I mean, you, you, you can get stuff. I mean, stuff does happen, but yeah, yeah. Not, like, not like repeat visitations, no. No, I think it's just a matter, again, of, of yeah, collecting the evidence. And like you said... Um, these experiences are there are they're linking to the history of the place which i think mm, that would be really yeah. rewarding can we talk a little yeah was it the spruce lane farmhouse uh, a yeah bit. um yeah definitely let's hear um, all about this 
Well, we uh, we were contacted by the house itself is in up here. You know, you you have your state uh, parks and stuff like that. Here, their provincial yeah. parks are huge conservation areas. Yeah, but there's one. The, the house itself is located inside a uh, provincial park or conservation area. And uh, the, the curator of the house contacted me and, and said, look it, we've had some really interesting stuff happen in the house. I was wondering if you'd like to, you know, come in and have a look. Sure. Yeah. And that was, I guess, what, 2009? Mm-hmm. Yeah, 2009. And um, basically, it was a lot of basic stuff that they that they had been experiencing, you know, um, a, a table, table being overturned. Ooh. And yeah, just some really weird stuff. Um, shadows, you know, things that you you normally hear from from these kind of places. And going into going into this location for the very first time, we went all all out because we wanted to say, look, it, we might only have one time in this place. Let's go all out. Excuse me. Mm-hmm. Um, and uh, what really happened was. It was it was like children in a playground. It was just incredibly overwhelming. The the experiences that happened the first time there. Whoa, okay. And okay, look at we need to come back in here. I, and you know, I worked I worked with the curator, and he's like, yeah, yeah, no problem. Set up a, a second visitation a few months later. Went in there, and we centered on an area. Okay, so this farmhouse was built in 1899. Yeah. And it's now used as a museum uh, for people to, to go, you know, walk through and sort of give you an experience of what it was like to live on a farmhouse and farm in that period of time. Okay. And so all, all, the, all the furniture is period to that period or roughly around that period. Uh, photographs, you you name it, um, p- p- portraits on the wall, yeah. furniture, everything uh, like gas fireplace or not gas but oil, yeah, lamps, lamps, all sorts of stuff. And you know, the front parlor room, as it was known, was um, an area that we decided, okay, we need to really center on this area because that's where they had the funeral for the per- the first owner of the home. So we centered on that, and basically, I was sitting in the uh, parlor room by myself. The others had been scattered in in and around the house doing odd little things. And I was doing a little uh, EVP session, if you will. And I was just sitting there, and I'm as psychic dumb as they come. (laughs) But I'm telling you, I just had this overwhelming feeling that there were children in the room. And back then, children weren't allowed in the parlor room. It was an adult-only room. And um, so I started gearing questions. I said, you know, started asking, what are you guys doing here? You know, you're not supposed to be here. (laughs) Are you playing hide-and-go-seek? You know, just things like that. Yeah. And then all of a sudden, my my sleeve of my T-shirt started being tugged. Oh, dude. Yeah, um, okay, right there, I, I stopped, I said, guys, sh- look at the video footage, because we had uh, CCTV going on, 
And I said, look, it, uh, I need to see at this point of, uh, you know, the footage, see if you capture anything and, and, and check all the audio. Yeah. Uh, unfortunately, we couldn't catch anything on visual, but because uh, it was uh, too grainy. But uh, the audio was just incredible. There were we've had so much going on, roughly around the same period, and shortly after that had happened, it it, it just brought you know chills to my bones. What were you hearing? <laughs> well, children, really, more or less, mm-hmm. children playing, and you know saying mommy and uh there was one prop one point where a um it sounded like a woman who might have been very sick or she she had didn't have the energy to to speak and it's like you know when somebody's sick in bed and they're they're very very exhausted and they they they're like mm, you know trying to say something but they can't. Yeah, that was me two days ago. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, but that's that's what it sounded like. It it, it was just very eerie. And uh, but every time that we've gone back there, in fact, and, and you know what, I'll I'll have to send you the. The, the the clip uh, Scott uh, there there's um, the very first visitation to the home we documented we visually documented and I had a my cameraman go through the um, the house by himself before we went in because I, I didn't want anything disturbed I just I wanted him to just visually document it all alone and he um, walked up the stairs up to the uh, to the to the uh, top floor and uh, he's just going on looking, you know, centering on the, the, the portraits on the wall, the paintings. And he centers on this, this one painting of a little girl, the period, period piece. And as he stops, all of a sudden you hear in the audio, what sounds like a little girl reciting a nursery rhyme or starting to sing. Ooh. It is so clear as day, but it's the point is I can't figure out the words that are being said, but you can hear her singing. It's you say, it's you incredible. Say, you said there's a clip it, of this. I have a clip of it. Yes. Would there be? Would, I mean, for conversation's sake, for the show, could we put that along with like when we post this show up? Would that be cool if you sent us that clip over? Like, is there a link to it or something like that? Sure, absolutely. I, I'd love to. Yeah. yeah, yeah, that'd be cool. Yeah, yeah. Just yeah. we'll put that on. So yeah, well, thanks. Cool, thanks, Steve. Because yeah, what we'll do, people listening to this right now. Um, yeah, there should be. Well, if you're listening in podcast land, you're actually going to have to go to ghostlytalk.com and actually look at this because it'll be on our website if you want to see this. What, what Steve was just talking about, which sounds pretty insane. Well, couldn't you just embed it? it in What's the, that? Couldn't you just embed it in the show? Well, it's all. I thought it's audio and video, isn't it, Steve? Or is it just audio? It, no, no. Um, I've I've uh, secured it. I, I've got it. I, actually, it's on Vimo. But I, I mean, I could send you uh, a copy of, of of if you want. So, but is it just? Well, I mean, is it? Is oh, it, it's uh, just video. Oh, okay. I'm thinking it was. Oh, uh, no, it's audio. so basically. Basically, I, I show what I I show you the actual clip from the video uh, that was shot. Okay. And then what I do is I I boost up the audio so you can hear it separately from from the. Uh, visual and you have and you have, so and you have a link clip. yeah so okay. you have, you have a link for this so okay. yeah we'll just we'll yep, just yep. link it we'll just put the link in our in the thing here and people can listen whatever they want so sure just absolutely that, that's super cool so that sounds pretty insane 
Yeah, I want to hear well, that. I'm, yeah, I'm looking forward to hearing that. Um, you know, EDP, I think, I don't know about you, Steve, but it's always been probably as far as the spirit studies uh, are concerned, it's always been my my place of interest. I've always been I've always been an audio person, obviously. Um, but I've also, I think, along with that, always been very interested in EDP and stuff like that. And I'm curious to hear what your thoughts are. And I know, again, I'm asking big questions here, but that's kind of what I do. Um <laughs> As far as EVP is concerned, I mean, we've had, I love talking about it on here because we have so many cool opinions and ideas mm-hmm. on what people think EVP is. And I'm curious to think what maybe what your idea of what EVP may be. Oh, you're talking about big, all right. It's huge. Uh, I know, it's huge. It's, it, but you how, know, do you, how do you not, how do you, you got you to, hey, you got to ask the big questions, kids. All right. Yeah. It's, it's gotta, I, yeah. You know, I, I know. Theory wise, obviously, a lot of people will will run to the obvious answer and say, "Look, it's it, it's disembodied spirits, or you know, somebody who had passed on, and and somehow there's some sort of a way of of being able to communicate." But I I kind of lean to more towards when I when I think of audio, when I think of anything that we do, we expand energy and audio is obviously a big proponent of that um a big big area of that and what i think we're what i think we're capturing is a an imprint in time that is replaying or somehow we're able to patch into that and and i think one of the biggest uh explanations for that is infrasound rule somehow we because obviously we humans aren't able to sort of hear that sort of realm we need equipment obviously to help us animals are able to but we can't and i think somehow these the energy from from these imprints are trapped in infrasound and these devices are able to patch into them. Now, that does obviously doesn't explain intelligent sort of responses. That is a whole different ballgame. That I'd love to know well, more about myself. Yeah, I mean, and it does tie in with the – and again, I'll put it out there too. I mean, we've said this a lot about EVP and, you know, obviously residual type stuff is, you know, which may be what, it, what this could be, an imprint, right? Which may yeah. just be a residual thing. It could very well be some sound that re- repeats itself uh, once a day or twice a day or whatever yeah. at a certain time yeah. intervals. Who knows, right? Um, or, you know, it could be some type of intelligent thing. I mean, it could be some type of intelligent spirit that's trying to truly I – mean, I mean, one of the things that I'm starting to really learn more, you know, I'm, I'm starting to understand more and more – and it's something I think we all understand, but we just have to awaken this in us, I think, is that yeah. if we want, let's just assume for a second that you believe 100% that when you physically pass away from this plane of existence that we're in mm-hmm. right now, uh, you, you believe that there is an essence of you. There's a soul, let's, or whatever you want to call it, a, a ball of energy um, mm-hmm. that does leave and go somewhere else it, it it ascends or descends depending on how you believe right it but let's say it ascends uh and goes somewhere else or maybe you kind of do stop living in this physical body 
and you get stuck somewhere like the same place that you were at, <laughs> right? Yeah, yeah. Uh, and now you're cruising around going, okay, dude, I don't know what's going on here. I mean, I, you know, I thought I was going to be on a cloud with a harp in my hand. I, why am I, why am I still walking around Walmart? <laughs> I mean, what's going on here, right? Um, so, I mean, but you're, but the whole point is that you're still a person. And that's one mm -hmm. thing I'm starting to really believe is that no matter the soul or this ball of energy that, that we have inside of us, um, that retains your personality, that retains your experiences and who that all these experiences and things that you learn that make up who you are, right? So mm -hmm. that, that the point of that, and, and I'm starting to lean harder on this stuff is I think there are people out there, and whether they whether they're stuck here uh, by choice or not, they may want to communicate somehow, and they're trying to find yeah. ways to communicate, like we're trying to find ways to communicate. Um, and this goes into all different uh, regions of thought and ideas and stories I've heard at least. Um, but the whole point is that these are people. I, I do mm -hmm. believe that these aren't, uh, you know, when you pass away, you don't, I think people think that you turn into something different. You turn into the, the Metatron or something. You get your wings <laughs> and you, now you know everything about the universe. You know all and be all. Where I, I'm starting to really believe myself that, no matter who you are or how how big you were in this life we're living right now, how famous you were or whatever, I think it's, it's not really any different for any of us. We're all still on this path of learning and growing mm -hmm. and trying to ascend in our own way and at our own speed too, right? Yeah. Yeah. Um, so, I mean, that's the whole thing to me is that when I hear about EVP and things like that, I believe that if you do have this, what we'll call an intelligent type of thing, I think it is a person. I think it's a person that may be at one time was alive here and it may have been 1500 years ago or it may have been last week. You don't know. Right. Yeah. Um, yeah. But they're trying to communicate. And I think when we walk into a room and go show yourself, you thing or whatever, which I, you know, and I'm not trying to be too dramatic. Um, <laughs> but I think people look at this idea of communicating with the dead like you're trying to communicate with like Tutankhamun or something like that, like some, some Pharaoh or whatever that was referred to as a God in their time. Right. And I don't think that's the case for most of people who've passed on. They were just regular people like we were. Right. So yeah, why not, yeah. tr why not approach it from that, that, that viewpoint, that idea, like, you know, and I mean, I guess when it comes to, well, what are the things you do with EVP? I mean, what are the, so we, we go into a room with a recorder in our hand and we start to ask questions. I mean, that's what I know. That's what I've done. Right. I mean, and there's mm -hmm. been a lot yeah. of ways we've done to experiment, you know, done with experimenting with things too. But I, I know I, Amber and I have some great long running, hilarious jokes between us of EVP sessions. We've been to, um, where people are asking some ridiculous questions, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> some ridiculous but, questions. You know, go ahead. But look, look at it this way. Um, think of somebody who, who's coming in who has no idea what an EVP session is all about. Oh, totally. They have no you idea. Learn. You got to learn. And yeah. they're, they're sitting in, sitting in and watching you and they're thinking to themselves, what is wrong with this person? <laughs> who are they talking to? Yeah. Yeah. Who, who are they asking these? Are, are you asking me questions? You know, <laughs> they must think we're crazy. So are you, but are you talking about, well, you're talking about a person who's on the outside of this thing. Are you talking about someone who's already dead, though? 
even that too <laughs> even that side <laughs> yeah. you you never know you know it's well, it's that is an interesting idea because let's say you pass on and like you know you worked for EDS your whole life and you just kind of had two kids and the dog in the house and you didn't really do much <laughs> else outside of that right and yeah. You didn't. You didn't study the paranormal. You didn't. You didn't get into anything like that. You didn't listen to any podcast. You just kind of, you know, you you watched um, Mork and Mindy or whatever shows on, and, and that was the that was it. You didn't really think about that. So now you pass away, and let's just say, yeah, you're you're cruising around. Maybe you didn't ascend or descend. You're just kind of chilling here in this same place that we're at right now. And yeah, mm-hmm. it's the same viewpoint. You walk into a room and there's a bunch of people with black T-shirts with matching logos on. <laughs> And they got recorders in their hands and they're going and they're asking questions. It'd be the same thing, whether you're a ghost or not, right? Or a spirit or whatever it is like, the hell are these people doing? Right. So I guess, I guess to me is, is, you know, is it a matter of, of recognizing what you're trying to do and what this stuff is to try to communicate? I don't know. It it could be in the same token. It could be their, their form of television. (laughs) hey there's a there's a good comedy on tonight you ever watched it (laughs) these people just walk around in dark rooms all night long talking to the air it's hilarious man Uh, but i mean but it just goes to show you though i mean how trippy this stuff can get even on the surface level we're talking about right now in the short time that we have right Mm -hmm. um but this is the stuff that i think about at least when it comes to this and it's it's a big thing to me now is i don't look at the dead I mean, I, I don't, I, 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 I'm, this ibuprofen really makes me feel different. I don't know if I'm high or not. I, ibuprofen shouldn't make you high. Well, no, I've actually felt it kick in before. It's it should, pretty awesome. It just dulls pain. I don't feel Maybe like. Maybe a little too dulled there. Put him pink. No. <laughs> no, so, I mean, but that's, that's what I, this, these are, these are the things I think about. I don't know. I'm done. Yeah. I'm going home. <laughs> No, no, I, 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 I agree ideas. with you. I mean, I, I especially with EVP with audio. I, I, you think about anything and everything. I mean, you have to. Yeah. I mean, it's unexplainable. It, it's. I, I mean, there, there, there are just theories. Yeah. And nothing. I don't think anybody's wrong. I don't think everybody's right. You know, it, it's, it's, it's like the Wild West, really. Yeah. When it comes to EVP. Well, we had this conversation, and you brought up just a, a very interesting, and it is all theory. It's all theory, yeah. man. I, I can't. 18, 19 years I've been saying this now. Uh, mm-hmm. On and off the air to people. Yep. It's all. It, nothing's changed, bro. Nothing has no. changed. It, since, like, you know, 1999, 2000, whatever it was, to now, we're still in the same spot. And I'm not mm-hmm. saying that's a bad thing. There's nothing wrong with that. Um, but it's still. It, I, when I hear people. And we've had this, that's why I mentioned, maybe think about this, Steve, is we've had this conversation. Um, and I've, I think I've had this conversation with a bunch of people on the show recently, too. And it's something, just, I guess it's stuck in my craw. Um, I don't know how people are arguing about stuff in the paranormal. I've actually seen debates, to the paranormal yeah. debates. And I'm like, what, what is there to, how, well, I think you, how you are can, we debating? You, you, you can exchange ideas. You can debate, and then I can... Mm-hmm. Totally. Like, there's some things I don't believe. Like, there are people that are like, everything out there is a demon. And I'm like, no, it's not. No, it's not. And so I, I think I, in the right spirit, you can debate. Yeah. 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 You get that spirit? spirit. Uh, yeah, right, yeah. No, I mean, so, I mean, I think if it has the right spirit to it, where it is 
a friend, you know, a jovial conversation, let's call it, right? But I've mm-hmm. seen people go after other people. And I and oh, I, yeah. and the yeah. idea nowadays 20 years ago going after somebody was physically going after them like you son of a bitch, you know, and the, the hands would go <laughs> out. But nowadays the idea of going after someone is um, you know, I guess not unfriending them or something on Facebook or whatever. That's going after people yeah. now. Um, but there, but there are this like you know I don't agree with you on this thing. And I understand if you have a few books behind your idea, how it mm-hmm. may be threatening to you. But I thought we were in a community of people that are supposed to. Are you ready? We're in a community. We're within a community of people who are supposed to be open minded about things. Yeah, right? absolutely agreed. Um, and I mean, I know people. I understand the idea of, of writing an entire book on an idea that you've been pondering on, but you mm-hmm. could be wrong. And the person that's arguing with you could be wrong also. Yeah. I, I mean, I, I look at, I'm, I'm constantly learning. Uh, I'm always learning. I'm, I, I, I can't say I'm an expert at any, any of this. I, I would never, I'd, I'd never dare that. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I could say I have experience and, and that's just, personal experience through what I, you know, research and investigations that I've carried out or been a part of or whatever else. Yeah. But I'm constantly learning, you know, and, and, uh, you know, it, it, it just baffles my mind. Like, like you're saying, Scott, that people going after it, you know, I remember reading a thread somewhere. I don't know where it was. And basically somebody was, um, stating that they might have, you know, some demonic, presence in their home and they snapped a picture of it and it looked like a shower curtain or something like that i don't know and the the one person basically said look at you you don't want to go out you don't want to go looking for demons they're they're terrible they're horrible they're evil and all this kind of stuff and then somebody piped in and said have you ever seen a demon before you know and and of course the person no well then you know then how are you supposed to know this stuff yeah, well, how do you know that? You how, do you, how do you know the demon you don't isn't know. cool? How do you know the demon isn't cool? <laughs> yeah, exactly. I know you. I know the demon already has the coolest record collection. I already know that part, right? <laughs> yeah. So, <laughs> I'm joking, but I mean, how do you really know? I mean, I, stigmatization, stigmatization, stigmatizing something—it's very easy, right? And I'm not. Yeah. I'm not some, trying to say like demon demons 2020. No, it's not that at all. Um, but we don't know what a demon really is. No. Do I mean really? I mean we've only we only know what we've been told. Exactly. Really, I mean demons are bad. Demons have demons are red and they have forked. Well, that's a devil, but it's a demon too. Wait, it, now I'm confused. It could now. be red. It could be. It could be red, yeah. and he's got he's got black eyebrows, and he's always frowning. Yeah, and all that stuff, and he's wearing an ACDC T-shirt. I mean, I don't. That's what that's what we've been, we've been told what demons are, right? You can equate the same thing to Santa Claus. Yeah. Yeah, you know, well, go, go, I mean, yeah. when you look when you look at the whole theory behind Santa Claus and what he stands for, look at if you're bad, you're not going to get any presents. <laughs> uh, you'll get a lump of coal or whatever. Yeah, yeah. And demons are are like the devil, if you will. I don't know, and his little minions. Mm-hmm. If you're bad, you know, you're going to go to hell, and if you're good, you're going to go to heaven. Is it is it a control mechanism? Is it something to to control people? That's I don't know. I was just thinking. Maybe it was. That's what I was just thinking. Are demons? Were they just another thing thought up by parents who are the real problem here? The goddamn parents. Those are the problem <laughs> yeah. here. Um, it, it, go to school. Go, it, no, I mean, could it have been that? I mean, okay, so listen, kid. 
You need to go to. You need what to go to bed. What parent is using that as leverage you to need get to, their kid to go to bed? How do you, <laughs> yeah. Well, we can't. That's, cool that's parents. Like, I love those parents. It's like borderline child abuse. It's like, What's that? If you don't, you go, don't to go to sleep, bed, demons are coming. To, demons are coming to eat you. <laughs> yeah. To eat your soul. <laughs> Rip you limb from limb. Yeah. You, you, you need to find somebody who experienced that in real life. <laughs> I do. I do. I don't, I don't think we want actually, to. Actually, I do know someone. Tom, <laughs> oh. our buddy Tom, would use the Michigan legend of the melon heads. And he would use oh. that on his daughters and say, they're coming for you if you don't go to bed. But they weren't demonic. Oh. I mean, they were like these little overdeveloped children with giant heads or something. So Because that, that's not the stuff of nightmares. Well, <laughs> <laughs> well uh, yeah, they could. Yeah. I mean, I guess it's equal. So, okay. I do know someone that has done that. <laughs> we could ask Amy about that, his daughter. <laughs> we'll have to interview Amy. Like, okay, how, how screwed up are, are you? Are you okay? Are you okay, first off? Let's talk about that part. No, I mean, so it, that could be, I mean, that's what a demon might be. I don't know. I mean, we're just throwing ideas around here. We're spitballing this stuff. Um, <laughs> that could be what a demon is. I mean, it obviously came from somewhere, right? And it could have come from the Bible. And parents back in 1457 or wherever, um, we're saying, look, um, there's, they were reading the Bible one night and they said, Oh, that, that would be good. Oh, this, this thing here in the Bible that, you know, this is what we'll get little Timmy or what, what do they call kids in 1457? Little, little Timmy, little Timmy. Okay. Yeah. Little Timmy. <laughs> little um, Timmy yeah. uh, this is, we're going to tell him that a demon's going to rip him apart. Uh, if he doesn't go to sleep, that'll get him to shut his mouth. And maybe, <laughs> yeah. maybe that's what happened. I don't know, man. I mean, it, it's, again, it's just, it's, it's ideas. And, um, if you're not afraid to face those ideas, I guess, especially, I don't know any arena, uh, you know, of study or thought on the planet where you could be more open-minded about things than what we're studying right here and all of its shapes and sizes and colors, right? Um, yeah. And how people, I mean, I know this, I know all the ideas that I put out there and the, and the things that we've postulated on this show, I've always said, Hey man, you know, this is just an idea, and I'm I'm open ears to hear somebody tell me I'm wrong or show something better, maybe a different idea. Amber, I'm kind of I, I got a totally different topic to ask Steve because he's in Canada, and I'm kind of curious how the Canadian peoples like accept <laughs> the paranormal because it's a big thing on TV here, still in the U.S. And I just wonder if like how it's received in Canada if it's if it's sort of like an underground thing or if it's really part of your pop culture. It's the same. Okay. It's, it's, it's virtually the same. Okay. Yeah. It's the way it's viewed everything to TV shows, uh, to, you know, people going out and investigating and stuff. I mean, the only thing that might be a tad different is, um, and, and I know it's getting a little bit more, uh, stricter down there. Um, but I mean, you know, getting into locations uh, for say to, to investigate it, it's really, it, it's becoming, um, very hard now because of all the mismanagement and all the, the, the stories and destruction and all this stuff that you hear about people going into these locations and, and, and totally ruining it for the rest of the world, if you will. I don't know. Really? It's, um, uh, it's, oh, it's pretty much the same though. That's a bummer. So, like, Canadians are getting unruly when it comes to haunted locations. Wow. Well, I, I wouldn't say they're, <laughs> they're getting unruly, but, uh, well, you know, I mean, they're not as polite as you like to think they are. <laughs> <laughs> uh, well, yeah, of course, they go, you know, someone's got to ruin it for everybody. Well, that's... That's the human way. I think it's always been a problem, though, and that was a problem way before the TV shows. 
Yeah. You know, oh yeah. There was uh, one place, for example, that we went to many, many years ago. It was, and there was a lot of funny things that happened this night. But we went to this place, and the cops showed up, mm-hmm. and there was a nice cop, and then there was a not so nice cop, and the not so nice cop made us like, "You guys all go over to that curb and sit down," <laughs> and like we were not there but to, just, to shoot some pictures. Look at a couple things, and that was it. I mean, and, mm-hmm. was this a cemetery? No. Oh, uh, no, it wasn't a cemetery. Uh, and there was, but there was, a, and there was a handful of us. There was about five or six of us. Not too big of a group, though. Uh, and this, the, and the first cop was like, "Sit down," you know, at the at the curb. Okay, we'll sit at the curb. We knew we didn't do anything wrong, right? And then the and then the cool cop came up and said, "So what's going on, guys?" And we're like. We're just a bunch of nerds. <laughs> We're a bunch of dorks here. <laughs> and we this place is super interesting. And we wanted to come out here and shoot some pictures. And he could clearly see we weren't partying or anything like that. And there was no booze anywhere or anything. And quickly, right, very quickly, the both the cops warmed up to us uh, over a couple of minutes because they were they knew about the, the legends of this place, too. So we started mm-hmm. chatting about things like that. And... They did say right in the middle of the conversation, they said, yeah, we get a lot of problems here. So mm-hmm. the neighbors around here, they keep a close eye out. So whenever they see somebody, they call us. And I'm like, well, I'm glad they do. I'm glad they do. That's super cool because we're not your problem, but I'm glad you guys came out and you checked it out because there's other people I'm sure to come out here that aren't so nice. They're not nice like yeah. they are. Um, so I totally understand that. Uh, and they ended up, you know, in the minute, in the midst of that conversation, the, it literally was like more, you know, not nice people like yourself was said. And so I'm like, oh, well, thank you. <laughs> you know, we are nice people and we're here because we we're interested in this place and I respect this place. Mm, yeah, and that's the, the trick word right there. I think that's the, the key. Yeah, the exactly. Is, you know, I respect this place. Um, I don't you, know, you know. Go ahead. Go ahead. You know, you know, and sort of uh, continuing with uh, Amber's an answer to Amber's question there. Yeah, I think I, I think the best part is when you're going over the border. Oh God! Going through customs. <laughs> oh God! That's that's the best. I mean, if I'm going down down there to investigate something down there, like I'll I'll give you the I'll give you a. An example, we were, we were going down to uh, Waverly Hills. I mean, everyone's been to Waverly yeah. Hills. Oh, yeah, right? totally. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and uh, we, were going, uh, we were going through your neck of the woods, guys, down, down, down the Windsor-Detroit border. Mm-hmm. And the, guy, the guys had never been over the border before. I had been over a million times with the guys with me. They'd never been before. So I, I, I got them all propped up. I said, look, at, you know, I don't know. They may give us a hard time. You know, we got all this strange equipment in the, in the car. They might, <laughs> you know, pull us over, tear the car apart, and tell us to go back home. And I had them so nervous. Oh, God, you're evil. <laughs> you're just dirty. I had them so nervous. We got to the border, and, uh, you know, you, you know the, the your, your side there. And yeah. um, this big, like, like, this guy was huge. He was burly. He was, like, deep voice. And, uh uh, citizenships, uh, Canadian, where are you going, uh, down to Louisville, Kentucky? What are you doing down there? And, you know, I know how to handle these guys, man. I'm, we're going to ghost hunt. <laughs> and then all of a sudden this guy's mean face lightened right up and he did a double take and he goes, say that again. <laughs> we're going down to investigate the paranormal. I switched it up. 
He looked at me again. He goes, you make any money doing that? <laughs> like, no, unfortunately not. No, this is just something we just do for pure research, you know. And uh, he's like, you're going to go spend a long weekend down in a, some, some haunted sanitarium? Is that what you're doing? <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> you know, mm-hmm. he was right into it. I, I don't know how many times I got over to, you know, down there. And I've got into this entire conversation with the border cop asking me all sorts of stuff about the, you know, it's, it's incredible. It's, it's the best part, I think. Well, and that's, but that's, that's when you know you're, you're going to get over without getting your car turned over too. <laughs> yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. I mean, like, that's when you, that's when you relax. Cause you're like, Oh, I'll have a conversation with you, man. I mean, you're not, you're asking me the right questions. You're not asking me the wrong questions. Like, yeah, what do you got in the car? <laughs> Those are the questions you don't yeah. want to hear, right? Well, and it just shows how interested people really are in this topic when they get a chance oh, to yeah. talk to someone about it. You're talking to a serious border patrol agent no, this is, who's this, all of a yeah. sudden like taken aback, like, "Oh, wait, I'm not on the, I'm not looking for drugs anymore. Let's talk about ghosts." Yeah, yeah exactly. <laughs> you know? No, and that, and that's the cool stuff. Now, you know, one another thing too. Let's switch gears up here a little bit because I want to talk about this with you. Um, mm-hmm. You guys are working on a production also. Uh, mm-hmm. So nocturnal night shots. Am I, yep. am I correct? Um, yep. and this is, you know, this ties in great because we were talking about this kind of, we were talking about how we, you know, we, we like talking about the weird stuff and we like talking about the weird stuff in the paranormal. It's a really weird sentence to say, but okay, we'll go, we'll go with it. Um, but what you guys actually focus on with the show are, is like the lesser known paranormal stories of interest. That's what, that's what yeah. this is. Uh, you have, you have two episodes up. Am I correct? Yeah, two. Uh, I mean, it, it's it's like slow, but we've had two episodes in the past. Oh God, nine years. <laughs> and then finally, we, we, we kept saying, "Okay, let's shoot episode three already." And and we we were going to shoot it like uh, two years ago. We got sidetracked, just busy, busy, busy. Yeah, yeah. And then finally this year, you know, we're all affected by COVID and have more time nice. and stuff like that. But. Yeah. Uh, you know, this year we said, okay, let's let's do it. Uh, and I and I was searching high and low for, you know, something to to to, to sort of center on. And and I found this really interesting little uh, woodlot. So small little forest, and and it's in the middle of a, a suburban area, but uh, there's uh, farmland that surrounds it. Mm-hmm. And I found it's funny. I just I I just found it pure luck uh, a story of a guy and i think this was from 1979 a, a guy had been driving on the uh, on a road that was uh, right by the uh, woodlot and he was driving one one night home and uh, he'd noticed in the field a woman in the field walking aimlessly and he's like Okay, he pulled over, got out of the car, and as he began to walk towards to see if the woman needed help or something, yeah, she disappeared. Mm. Oh boy! So I'm like, well, that's interesting. That's that's just really odd. I mean, it's not it's not like, you know, you haven't heard something like that before. But yeah, yeah. then I started looking into it a bit more, and I found a like some uh, something about a farm that had been on that land years ago and the woman the, i guess the, the the wife was out 
outside uh, attending to a uh, cow or something like that during a storm yeah. and was struck and killed by lightning. Ooh. And I'm like, okay, what could this possibly be? There's got to be a tie here. I mean, so I said, okay, well, let's, let's go with this. And um, we, 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 we're, we're filming it over a four-night uh, session four separate nights and each and basically this one we actually do sort of carry out an investigation like sort of scenario to see if we're able to you know look can we is there any findings evidence i don't want to i, I hate saying in evidence because we don't really know but yeah, yeah. findings and is is it somehow linked to these stories and let me tell you, the, we have one more one more night to shoot, but the third night was just incredibly weird. Really, <laughs> we experienced something I don't think I've ever experienced in my life when it comes to the paranormal. An anomaly that sort of leads us to think that perhaps what that guy saw might be true so it verifies it kind his, of his claims kind of but uh there's some really weird stuff going on there but uh we've we've got some interesting stuff that we're going to obviously uh, put in the finished product yeah nocturnal night shots is what it's called yeah like i was saying mm -hmm. before this is obviously the new thing that you're working on but there are the other two episodes that's uh the credit river creature uh yeah the, go ahead go ahead yeah, that's based on an experience I had um, years ago. I, I remember I was walking home from work mm -hmm. at like 2 in the morning. And, you know, it's it's funny because I was listening to somebody we both like, Art Bell, and Coast oh, yeah. to Coast. Mm -hmm. <laughs> the man. The man. It, 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 it's funny. But anyhow, I was walking home, minding my own business, and uh, – you know, I'm I'm approaching this this bridge that was sectioned off in, into two sections and had a medium in between, and so two separate bridges, and there was a grassy knoll in between, and as I'm walking up to this to cross the bridge, this strange creature, like animal, I just thought it was a regular animal, whatever, came up from the other side of the bridge underneath yeah. it and ran to the the grassy medium stopped and stood on its back back like its hind legs mm -hmm. almost like a human mm. yeah mm -mm. and stood there for almost 10 minutes nope <laughs> and i'm like okay uh, what am i cuz i i'm i'm thinking cuz i'm an avid hiker i i mean i you know look at okay what kind of animals in this area can do that and i'm okay maybe a malnutrition bear because i mean it was very thin Ugh. but it, it it was probably about five feet tall <sighs> but it just nothing rang and and i've asked so many people over the years you know uh, uh people who uh deal with animals on a daily basis hunters um zoo uh, people that are, are that work in zoos you know what what kind of animal could this possibly be and and they all draw blanks and to 
is it is it maybe something that's not categorized? I don't know. Oh. The House of a, Secrets is another one. That's the other episode that you're doing before the third one that we talked about also. Yeah. Uh, real quick, what, a quick idea, quick quick synopsis on that. It's a, it's a house that's gone through a lot of trauma. It's it's still there. It's a, it's an old farmhouse. It's uh, abandoned now. Um, uh, I'm afraid they're probably going to tear it down soon. But anyways, um, it had two two separate suicides. Two women, uh, two different periods of time. Of the house and um, a lot of stuff that uh, went down there, and and, and we kind of cover um, what we kind of find. When we're we're in there looking at it, where can we find Nocturnal Night Shots at? You can you can watch the first two episodes on our YouTube channel, which is uh, you know uh, just type in Nocturnal Frequency Radio. Okay, yeah, cool. Uh, and now here's the thing: I know we've talked about this for a lot of years, um, but of course we have COVID now, which totally mm-hmm. complicates everything. Uh, we we talked we talked about this a couple weeks ago. It's like you know we we're not that far from each other. Why haven't we hung out? <laughs> I, know, I, know. I know we've talked about we were talking about that back in the, you know, the old days too it's just a matter i think of the, the stars aligning uh hopefully we can, once we get past this covid stuff i really hope we get past this soon i don't think anytime soon here in michigan but hopefully soon down the road um uh, we should get i we, we you and i do have to connect up for sure because we've known each other for so many years steve yeah yeah I, i'd love to we need we, to. we need to great. get a beer together um because i guess that's kind of how you know uh, that's how we we communicate a lot now is through beer. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> God, they, they probably think we're alcoholics here now. <laughs> that stupid Untapped app that we have on our phones, which somebody yeah. somebody told me that. Which uh, there's a lot of ways to look at this, um, but somebody's like, yeah, you know, you've basically turned getting drunk into a Pokemon game. How's that feel? Yeah, <laughs> I'm like, oh my god! I'm like, it's true. But now we till we we exchange our. And for those of you people out there that don't know what this is, uh, Untapped. Yeah, was it U N T A P P D? It's a it's a it's a social media site basically for people who like to try exotic beers, uh, mm. and that's kind of what us and our gang of of beer nerds do on both sides of the border here apparently so every day we're we're more or less bopping each other back and forth with hey look what i had look what i had look what i had uh, <laughs> and that's kind of that's one of the things we have to do i think uh, along with uh, some really rad stuff i'm sure is we're gonna have to sit down and do a nice beer tasting a wonderful beer tasting uh which i look forward to that with you steve well i notice you you have you see i love michigan um I, I've, we, we always, uh, trip on over there. I, of course, couldn't this year, but we usually yeah. go there in October. Yeah. And, uh, for years we, we used to go to, um, uh, Frankenmuth. Oh, yeah. 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 <laughs> little we Bavaria. Hang, hang, little Bavaria. Yeah, I, I love that little place, <laughs> eh? you know, neat little place. And, uh, we, you know, trip on up there and, you know, stay a couple days there. But I think, uh, I, uh, close to your neck of the woods there i think it was a couple years ago or, last, or was it last year we went and saw a couple ball games and we were up in um oh god i'm just trying to think now which ball games the tiger games oh tiger okay yeah, ball games means a lot of things to me so baseball park. Comerica oh, park oh, talking about. yeah 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 Comerica park beautiful yeah. park yeah love yeah. that place yeah and um but not not too far from you. We were staying at uh, not Royal Oak. It was just below Royal Oak, Oak there. I Ferndale, think. Ferndale. It might might have been Ferndale. I think yeah. somewhere. 
Dude, yeah, it's like 10 minutes away from my, where, where we're at here. Yeah. Yeah, it's like 10 minutes yeah. away from us. Yeah. Yeah. And it's funny because I, you know, when I was there, I'm like, hey, I wonder if uh, Scott, uh, you know, seriously. Should have rang me up. You know? Yeah. But <laughs> unfortunately, we we, had, we were uh, binded by time. We, we had everything kind of scheduled and crap, and there wasn't really a lot of oh, uh, time, which kind of sucked, but. You know, yeah, definitely. I'd love, I'd love to hook up, and likewise. I mean, if you're ever on this side, you know, likewise. Hopefully, someday this stuff stops. I guess. I uh, we, Amber and I, we've discussed that a few times here on the show. I mean, as I think this is going to end sooner or later. I mean, the, do you want me to ask yeah. the wizard ball? Oh, here we go. Steve, I've been looking for an opportunity to ask this wizard Amber's ball. Amber's been question. waiting this entire show okay. to okay. use the wizard ball. Okay. So go ahead and ask do the we, wizard ball. Will, what's our question? Steve, well, I. I this is mis- this is Mr. Predicto. Oh, Mr. Predicto. Yeah. Okay, so will COVID end by next year? Is well, what's next by next year? When though? April. Okay, that, that's Does that a, that's sound a reasonable. Fair April of next year. Okay, all right. So Let's... you should say April of 2021 though. Okay, will COVID end by April of 2021? Oh, thank goodness. That's, that's oh my God. good. Oh, thank, thank you, Jesus. Good. Thank the heavens. Thank you, Mr. Predicto. Um, okay, so we'll remember that. I enjoy being in the house. I enjoy being close to my home. But I'm starting to get a little tired of this, and I do want to go do something and hang out with some yeah. people. Tell me about it. So, But I think, well, Mr. Predicto said it, Steve. Uh, it looks like we're going to be so – maybe, maybe hopefully sometime uh, – before after maybe i don't know after april who knows we'll see we'll figure something out though for sure steve thank you yeah thank you so much steve for spending some time with us this really meant a lot um and yeah we're gonna do this some more down the road uh we're fans of your show i love you what you guys do over there um and thanks for doing what you do and yeah let's definitely get together again here and you know I'm gonna have to have Amron too to talk about her but i don't have anything cool to say (laughs) All you gotta do is e- email her. Um, yeah, yeah, I'm sure. I'm sure Amber. Yeah, hit me be, up. Yeah, hit hit Amber right. up. Hit her up. Hit her up for sure. All right. Thanks, thanks again, Steve. Lot, we'll talk to you later, man. Take care. Ghostly talk. <laughs> <laughs>